You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What in the fuckicle is this? My name's Cable. I'm here for the kid. What? The kid? Move or die. We're gonna form a super duper fucking group. Meet them tough, morally flexible, and young enough to carry their own franchise for 10 to 12 years. We will be known as X-Force. Isn't that a little derivative? You're absolutely right. Now, let's go get our fuck on. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my pants. What the fuck is a fear? Making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass storm. Tell me they got that in slow motion. It lives up to the hype, plus plus. Fuck it, they probably won't even make it three. Yeah, why would they? Stop it too, you killed it. <laughs> What's up everybody and welcome to another Fan Critical Podcast. Uh, today we're going to be covering the hilarious Deadpool 2. Spoiler warning, uh, if you haven't seen Deadpool 2, or Deadpool 1 probably, uh, you know, don't listen to this. I mean, to be fair, it doesn't really matter because Deadpool... If you're already listening, yeah. you might as well just keep listening. Yeah, keep listening. Keep, keep listening, listening. If Yeah. Um, so today, unfortunately, uh, much like the X-Force, uh, I assembled a very good team, um, a really good team of podcasters, John. Yep. And the plan was to jump out of a plane, sort of, you know, come down here, podcast. Unfortunately... Come down, yeah. Yeah. All of them brutally massacred. All of them. You are the only living survivor, John. Well, I think the fans would be delighted with that, to be honest. I mean... Just more of me. We got rid of the chaff, if anything. <laughs> I mean, the first Deadpool, we went into, uh, you know, with pretty low expectations, to be honest with you. I, yep. I had not much high hopes for it, just because trying to make a superhero film that is kind of funny and R-rated at the <clears> same time back then was a bit like, well, it's probably going to be a bit shit. Yeah. Um, but it blew me away, the first one. Mm. Um and obviously the second one's got a bit of a problem in terms of the fact that we're already going in with quite high expectations. We're going in expecting to have a good time. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts on the film? Okay, so let's start with the first one. Uh, I actually thought it was going to be good, only because it's uh, it's an art, it's an artist-driven movie. Mm. Um, th- I think this is going to be the film that Ryan Reynolds is like remembered for in his career because this is the one that sort of turned it around for him. Yeah. And kind of take him a little bit more uh, seriously in projects going forward. The fact that uh, quite a lot of people were clamouring for his inclusion in an X-Men movie or an Avengers crossover. Yeah, that'd be great. That will tell you everything you need to know about how popular Deadpool has become. I thought uh, this second one was going to be shit, I have to say. Yeah. Um, uh, I almost wanted it to be one and done. Um and there's a reference to that, obviously, in 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 the film as well. But look, I, I was 
So I, I, I would almost say I went into this with less expectations than I did when I went into the first one. Interesting. And I was pleasantly surprised, though, I have to say. Yeah, you were chuckling. So uh, so me and John went to see it together with a couple of the uh, fan-critical gang, uh, who sadly cannot be here today. But um, I went into this movie in a very interesting mindset. Um <laughs> I remember being extremely hungover and you discovering me on a bench outside the that cinema, true, yeah. lying down. Yeah. Um, so I walked past you. I, yeah. I mean, I didn't notice it was you. The girls did. Um, I thought this guy's a mess, man. Who is this? Walked straight past you, went to look for you, and then suddenly someone went, "No, this is Len." And I turned around. <laughs> I was like, "Jesus." Yeah, yeah I. You're in a bad way. I was in a very bad way. Um, so it's probably the weirdest. Um, cinema experience of my life to be honest with you because it was funny and I, I really enjoyed the film yeah. but I was also battling a terrible hangover and it's probably quite a good sign that I still really enjoyed the film yeah, no, and it was hilarious um, you're not in just like survival mode like just get through this movie um, no I actually looked at you a couple of times had a little conversation with you had a little chuckle every now and then yeah, and a yeah. uh, couple of scenes were absolutely hilarious yeah. um, I think this film tries to have a bit of an emotional through line that the first Deadpool probably didn't really have, I'd say. Like, it tries to sort of, you know, play on the relationship between Deadpool and his, and his girlfriend or yep. slash wife. Mm. Uh, also, sort of the family sort of aspect of it. it. That's very prevalent the way through. I don't think they absolutely nail that, mm. um, mainly because I didn't personally care about it that much. Uh, you know, I don't really care about any of that, to be honest with you, because just the overall humour... Um, and just some of the set pieces and some of the character interactions is brilliant. Yeah. So overall, we're going to give it a blueberry now. We're going to blueberry. Okay, it. We're yeah. going to blueberry up front. So anyone that's uh, has listened to any of our other material or podcasts, uh, we use something called the blueberry scale. Uh, the scale is from one to five, and you can have zero halves. Can't you cannot have half a blueberry. You can't have sense. half a blueberry. No. So it's quite a harsh scale. Um, uh, John, I'm going to open it up to you first. How many blueberries for Deadpool 2? This is where the blueberry scale is quite difficult mm. because... Harsh scale. It is a harsh scale, yeah. Um, I think I'm going to give it... Uh, and I was more certain of my score when I came out. Um, but you know what? I'm going to stick with my initial uh, score. I'm going to give it four out of Ooh, five that's, blueberries. That's pretty high for you, mate, I have to say. I know. It is high for me. You know what I'm like? Yeah. I, can, I can hand out one and twos like nobody's business. Yeah. But I, look, I liked it. it. It did what it needed to do. Um, there are films like, I mean, look, The Warriors, I'm sure, is not a classic for most people. I love that, it. That, that's five out of five for me. Yeah. Um, Personal preference. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm not going to say that that's a better movie than fucking Schindler's List. But <laughs> Schindler's List would get like a four out of five for me. So, Different moods, those films. Correct. Though. Yes. Definitely. So, yeah, I, I'm going to give it a, a four out of five. I'm going to have to uh, echo your uh, thoughts there, John. I'm going to give it a four out of five as well. I think this film lived up to the expectation this time round. It was hilarious. I didn't really care for much of the actual, you know, sort of ABC storyline, you know, redemption and all of this sort of thing and, mm. and the loss of his, his... Did that not hit you, like, when, he's, when his girlfriend... It did a little bit, but, you know, I just think that because I see this film as quite jovial, I see it like, yeah. you know to suddenly bring that sort of emotion in it um i think it works it, 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 it didn't not work it just didn't resonate with me 100 sure. now maybe that was the terrible hangover and i was just in the mood for a laugh maybe. you know 
I've been extremely hungover before and found Free Willy to be the most, you know, funny film of all time. I was literally in hysterics. <laughs> so, you know, this could be a skewed scale at the moment. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, as a comparison. So, um, uh, Austin Powers. So you've yeah. got the first Austin Powers, you've got Liz Hurley is uh, great as his... Um, Romantic foil. Yeah, or boo. Yeah. Um, and then she dies immediately at the beginning of the second one. You're like, fucking hell. Oh, uh, yeah. But then they just write her off as a fembot. So it's like, all right, well, did any of the first film matter? So I guess with this, it's kind of like, all right, she's not a bad guy. Yeah. But for her to die straight off the bat, I was a bit like, Jesus, man. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I felt genuinely sorry for him, I've got to say. Before we go into uh, the recap, we're just going to do a little bit of housekeeping, a little bit of advertising uh, for ourselves, mainly. Um, if you are listening to this, uh, please do subscribe or pass on to any of your friends and let them subscribe. Um, we were recently uh, voted in the top 20 sci-fi and fantasy podcasts by Zimbio. So thank you to Zimbio for that. That is a really nice accolade. They're quite a, quite a big um, sort of social website that track Yep. lots of different forms of entertainment so for them to recognize us i think is brilliant and we're really appreciative of that and we're appreciative to everyone who uh, listens to us and uh, cares about what we're what we're saying what we're thinking john um so basically yeah please subscribe uh, if you listen via the website there's a subscribe button right underneath if not we're on itunes any other podcast app spotify etc thanks guys and uh, back to the recap I think we should open it up with uh, Ryan Reynolds and where we find Deadpool at the start of this film. We have a uh, interesting sort of um, scene at the start where he's in his flat and, you know, seems to be trying to commit suicide um, as much as Deadpool can commit suicide because yeah. he's pretty much indestructible. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think about that? Because that obviously sets up this emotional thread of the film. I mean, I love the bit where he's... he's- going off and just attacking all these people. Uh, just absolutely yeah, slaughtering everyone. Quite, uh, you know, funnily put to Dolly Parton 9 to 5, I think it was. <laughs> you know, it's, that's just, that, you know, that's, you open a film with that, yeah. you know what you're in for, you know you're going to have a good time. Yeah. You know, one, just, I love Dolly Parton, and two, beheading assassins and, you know, cartels, yeah, good fun. Slicing the, the shit out of them. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I like the idea of um, him going, right, now I'm going to kill myself and this is the build up to that. Mm. They're like too much commentary for me. Just, just let it run. He breaks the fourth wall constantly, so he will address us as the audience yeah, yeah. and let us know his inner thoughts, his ramblings. You know, kind of like we do right mm. now. Yeah. Um, and I really like it. I do agree with you that at the start of this, it was a bit over and a bit like sort of over the top. Yeah. Um, and as I said, he's indestructible. Mm. Like I don't believe he's going to die. Now, interestingly, later on in the film, they actually do introduce an element which means he can die. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Very clever, I think. We know something's gone wrong. Yep. Um, we assume it's with his his boo, as you would call her. <laughs> um, I would have liked to have seen more of Deadpool's girlfriend, sort of in action. Because here's the thing: she's quite an interesting character. Like the whole first film is set up with him trying to get her back, essentially. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and redeem himself. Uh, so to wipe her out at the start of the second film, like you said about Liz Hurley and Austin Powers, is uh, is an interesting decision. I think she could have maybe been part of the X-Force or something, or like yep. been trained up and been used that way. So what do you think about that, John? Okay, well, here's something for you. Go on. They have a baby. Oh, yes. Baby's so ba- killed. Well, you know what? That would... See, that would have got me. Mm. Uh, the whole having a baby thing and starting a family, which and the family is the 
the key thought or emotional message of this film later on with Russell and um, sort of the father-son relationship that Deadpool and him start to sort of, you know, gain together. Yeah. Um, but the the idea of them wanting to have a kid, actually, to be fair, although I criticise it, is a powerful sort of message. Well, for, sweet, isn't it? It is sweet, you know, and as soon humanizes as... Humanises him. Yeah, humanises him because, you know, he is a bit of a jokey character. Mm. And um, as soon as they started having that conversation, it's like, oh, she's dead then. Yeah. She's dead then because mm. that's just, you know, common sort of thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then, you know, she dies. Sad. Didn't really cut me up as much as it as it cut you up. It didn't uh, cut me up. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, you, I wasn't in tears. You, but I looked across, mate. There were there were, <laughs> there were droplets. Just the bottom lip going. <laughs> a quiver. A little quiver. This is how we find out that he's on his suicide mission. Yeah. Or the idea that he believes that he has to basically kill himself to learn something or or see his wife again yep and 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 these visions of him trying to interact with his wife in the what we're assuming is the afterlife um they're quite sweet actually um that's not a good uh noise okay uh i think they get better yes um at first i was a bit like oh what is this yeah yeah, just a bit like interesting that this part didn't work for you and this kind of worked for me and the other part you know, did work for you and didn't work for me. That's interesting. I I got it. She's dead now. We've mm. we've had a film mm. prior to this building up the relationship. It's not like this is the first film and in the first fifteen minutes, his his whole family are killed. Yeah. Where you're like, well, one, I don't even know the main character yeah. yet, and two, I certainly don't know his family. So mm. why do I give a shit? Very good point. I mean, I quite liked it. Um, this for me, I found very humanizing for Deadpool. Uh, in the way that I didn't actually find a lot of the other stuff, but I actually quite enjoyed these scenes. Um, you are right. Maybe they went to it one too many times. Yeah. Maybe they just did two two times have been good. Like the start when he killed himself in the well, tried to kill himself with all the barrels of explosives. Yeah. And at the end where he essentially spoiler. I quite, uh, yeah, I quite like dies. the last one. I quite like the last. Yeah, one. Yeah, that's quite good. And yeah. and uh, you know, I, I just think this really sets up the the idea of family again because Deadpool gets thrust into a uh, into a situation um protecting uh Russell mm. who is a little kiwi lad um <laughs> who I thought was quite funny to be honest with you I mean he has his moments he has his moments I mean I found him a bit annoying did you yeah yeah fire fist fire fist you what you know first name is Julian in real life what Julian Firefist? no no Julian Dennison yeah, Julian Dennison is, yeah. is the actor. Yeah. But Julian Firefist, what sort of a fucking hero name would that be? Or villain? Or villain? Oh. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is about him. That like he, uh, I think he, he wavers between uh, quite funny but annoying. Yes. Um, and for me, on on the scale, yeah, he is a bit too annoying throughout this film. Ooh. I, I mean, I could see how quite a lot of people would would like him. But also uh, that would find him quite annoying. Yeah, Deadpool has a, has a bit of an, uh, rights issues, as we should say, because in the first film, um, we don't get to see all of the X Men, for example. Well, well ooh, yeah. So hold yourself, <laughs> control yourself now. In the first film, we don't get to see all of the X Men, uh, mainly because of the rights issues. Yeah. Um, in this film, so we did get Colossus. Yeah. And we got uh, like teenage Negasonic Warhead Girl, and obviously the X Men stand for. 
not killing anyone or yep. trying not to kill anyone unless mm. they extremely have to do so. Um, and Deadpool is like the complete antithesis of this. They take him back to uh, Charles Xavier's school uh, for gifted children. Yep. Uh, and you have a hilarious uh, little time in, in, in the mansion. I mean, we did get to see all of the X-Men in a little scene. That, I mean, that was mental. I couldn't believe that that happened. That was hilarious. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, first things first, you've got uh, Deadpool pissing about on Xavier's fucking wheelchair. <laughs> um, no, that was, is, that was hilarious. Yeah. Just kind of zooming around the school and uh, makes a comment about the fact that why is it the only people I ever see here are, are you and uh, the, the girl, Negasonic or whatever her name Negasonic Teenage Warhead, yeah. Yeah. Worst name ever. Yeah. Um, that's obviously the point. Uh, but yeah, so we then we get a door closing or we get Beast. Yes. Uh, a little bit annoyed with all the noise that is being made in the corridor between Colossus and Deadpool. Yeah. As he goes to close the door, <laughs> you've got fucking Cyclops, you've got Professor Xavier. Yeah. And you've got, what's his face? Um, Quicksilver. Quicksilver, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, that was hilarious. And it was great to see them. And obviously we know that the rights issues are going to become less of an issue in the future because of um, Fox's imminent buyout by Disney. So there is a very strong possibility now that, you know, we could see X-Men in Avengers movies and we could see other X-Men in other X-Men movies because superhero politics is absolutely insane between studios. Yeah. Um, You know, like Sony owned Spider-Man. Uh, well, they technically still do. They still, they? but they've just loaned him back yeah, to yeah. Disney. I Licensed mean, him back to the people that created him. and own him yeah, anyway. It's absolutely Fuck off. bizarre. So yeah. it's annoying that, you know, we haven't been able to see some of the superheroes interact that we want. Yeah. Uh, but in the future, we might be able to do that. Um, but this was a great scene in the, in the sort of uh, gifted school for children. And it was great to see Deadpool sort of become an X, sort of become an X-Men an yeah, X-Man. Yeah, in a way. Um, trainee. He's a tra- trainee. <laughs> trainee, very good. Um, so they go to sort of prevent uh, Russell, Firefist, uh, from basically burning down an entire school. Um, as they do so, uh, Deadpool uh, brutally murders people. Again. <laughs> Standard. Which is hilarious because Colossus gets absolutely fuming with it. And, and so does <laughs> Teenage Negasonic Warhead. Um, Weed. <laughs> Weed. <laughs> Weed. Um, uh, and he gets arrested. Uh, with Russell and they get the collar put on their neck now this collar is actually quite an important plot point because it basically nullifies all mutant abilities they get put in prison and this is when they start getting the dynamic of father and son but you know Russell sometimes annoying sometimes hilariously having conversations with Deadpool Uh, and then we get the introduction of Cable now we've recently seen Josh Brolin as Thanos in Avengers Infinity War where he was Excellent. Yeah. Arguably, for a CGI character in that film, the best villain that Marvel have ever done, in my oh, opinion. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, and the best thing about that film, in my opinion. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like a, a Thanos origin story. 100%. But let's not talk about that too much. And if you do want to hear more about Avengers Infinity War, we have an excellent podcast covering everything about it a full spoiler cast uh, and we do predictions for what we think is going to happen in the next Avengers as well so go and check that out Um, but to see him here as a villain so soon after that was kind of a little bit disorientating I guess it doesn't it's not as big a deal because he was a giant purple CGI creature (laughs) man thing (laughs) Um, and in this he was Josh Brolin with a robot arm but um, what did you think about Cable John? 
Um, well, I love the character, Cable. Oh yes. Um, so that I mean that's massively important. I guess uh, I have to agree. I mean, I, I find it quite weird that he decided to do this film uh, so close to Infinity War, irrespective of whether or not he's a big purple CGI man. And you're not going to go, oh, hold on, is that is that the same guy that played Thanos? Because a lot of people don't. Yeah. make that kind of connection. Mm. Um, the other issues that I have about Cable that um, are clearly referenced um, as an in-joke is just like he doesn't have the presence that Cable should have. Cable's a huge guy. Mm. Um, and, you know, Josh Brolin, he has the voice. He has the voice. He has, he has oh, the yes. voice. But he just doesn't... I don't think he has the presence. Mm. And when he's kind of like kicking ass, I mean, he looks cool. But you just think that it would look cooler if he was like, you know, six foot six and, mm. you know, a mountain of a man just absolutely crushing everyone. Yeah. Maybe like The Rock or something. But I mean, I don't it, I think it, that'd he, be a bit much. But yeah. yeah, it would be a bit much. But um, in terms of size, that I mean, that is Cable, isn't it? He's just yeah. this giant man. What I, what I did think is we didn't see enough of Cable's dystopian future. Yeah. The idea that he travels through time. Um, is extremely interesting and a bit sort of, you know, convenient. But, um, so convenient. So convenient. Yeah. Um, but all we saw was his sort of like bedroom or like lounge and, you know, where obviously like Fire Fist in the future uh, completely destroys his family. Yeah. Um, I want to see more of the future that he's in. I want to see the state of like mutant kind at this point because yeah. it looked quite cool, like just from the sort of vistas of it. I, I wanted to see more of it. Um and maybe a little bit more of a setup for him. Uh, he just sort of gets thrown into the film. Yeah. But Josh Brolin, excellent. I love his weaponry. I think it's wicked. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it's awesome, not what yeah. you're thinking about. But yeah, <laughs> I know. I see you chuckled. I was like, right, okay. Well, um, I love his weaponry. Yeah, it's always well, going to sound a bit dodgy. It isn't is, it? isn't it? Yeah. But no, it was very good. He was very good. I think at sort of being the villain because in the end he ends up not being the villain. Um, really. Uh, but the scene in the prison where they're trying, where he's trying to kill Russell, um, this fourteen-year-old kid, yeah, um, is an interesting situation because, like Deadpool says, and Deadpool isn't one for like, sentiment. Um, you know, the the kid has the ability to not be evil in the future, mm. uh, and it's about getting to him early before he becomes this mass murdering maniac. Yeah. Uh, and and I find that actually an interesting concept. Um, well, so, I mean, it's one that's been tossed up before, isn't it? Like, if uh, if you could travel back through time, would you kill a, a baby Hitler? Well, that's a good question, John. That that is like uh, that's a dilemma that's been thrown up before when you talk yeah. about stuff like time travel. Mm. Um, you know, do, do you fail in your attempt to kill a baby Hitler, and then that's what spurs him on to become this this, this villain, and, that, and that's obviously what. What happens yeah, here? Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. And and that is interesting. So after Deadpool and Cable have a bit of a, t- a little scuffle. They have a uh, scuffle, yeah. They have a scuffle. Um, Deadpool tries to uh, save Russell uh, by assembling a team of mutants. A crack team. A crack team um, called the X-Force. Now, 
<laughs> this is excellent because there is actually comic precedent for this and all yeah. of this sort of stuff. Um, but I just love the way that it is literally like even Domino says it and we'll come on to the characters now. Even Domino says it. It's very derivative. Yeah. You know, it literally is. It's proper comic book stuff here. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We have some comic book quizzes that we've done in the past and we can say very safely that sometimes there is no imagination <laughs> with naming characters. Yeah. You know, John's been raging at several times during quizzes. When I've made up something like Dinosaur Boy, and he thinks it's a real character because they're so That's bad. That's never happened. There's but no some... way I would say Dinosaur Boy is a real character. <laughs> but you know, let's, Professor um... Plastic, that, I mean, that had me stumped. That yeah. had you stumped, yes, yeah. it did. Right, let's run through the X-Force that Deadpool assembles. And they have quite a, a fun recruitment scene uh, where they're literally going through their powers and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the best member, I think, um, and I would arguably say maybe the best character in the film is Domino. Um, yeah, she's great. She is brilliant, and her superpower is luck. Um, <laughs> which at the time they're like, "That's not a superpower," but then when you actually see it unravel in these cinema- cinematic set pieces, it's excellent. Mm. Uh, it, it really makes for um, brilliant visual effects. Yeah, because she basically just can't die. Everything just works in her favor. Like anyone around her that she's trying to protect, it all just works for them. Like, well, yeah, and there's a reference to it, isn't there, from uh, from Deadpool, where he says, "You know, luck isn't." It's yeah. not very, it wouldn't be very cinematic or, or yeah, something like that. That's and not then, very cinematic superpower. And yeah. then it, it just works out completely. Like, it is. And then yeah. like later on in the film, she even says a line, like, I'm going to need a bus to get all you kids out of here. And a bus <laughs> just crashes through the wall. But this is, this is so good. Yeah. Um, we also have Bedlam. Uh, he's got uh, sort of uh, electricity powers. Shatterstar. You know, he's such a cool name. Yeah, very cool name. He looks great as well. Yeah, he's a <laughs> sort of an alien mutant uh, guy. He's in the comics as well. He's got an extremely complicated uh, backstory in the comics, and I, I just can't bother to go into it, John. To be yeah, honest, with you. No, uh, we've got Zeitgeist played by Bill Skarsgård. That was a nice little cameo. Yeah, I can't believe that it's only now that I realised that was Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, I, I'm surprised you didn't you didn't know that. But no, no. mental. Uh, we have Peter, who uh, <laughs> ha- <laughs> right, this got me. It's got me. This Peter guy, he's got no powers. He's just they just saw the advertisement and he just wants to get involved. Yeah. Oh, it's just so good. A bit where he's like, have you have we been catfished here? Because look at his his shots. <laughs> it looks nothing like his shots. It's so good. Have we been catfished? Yeah. Um, and you've got Vanisher, um, who uh, you know is Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I couldn't believe it when that happened. I couldn't believe it either. I was like, I think we both lose. Like, that Brad Pitt. Like, yeah. Um, that was bizarre. However, the scenes uh, where the X Force are like, uh, they they all go up in an airplane and they're going to jump down and um, sort of assault the convoy that is transporting all of the prisoners. Russell being one of them. Yeah. And they all jump out of the plane. Peter doesn't want to go, bless him, because he, he didn't realise what he's got himself in for. No, but doesn't he? Doesn't he make a? Someone makes a reference to there being high winds. Yeah. I'm trying to think who it is. Yeah. Was it Peter? I don't know if it was. Maybe, yeah. And he's like, oh, don't worry about that. We're superheroes. Yeah, we're superheroes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Peter's like, is the, high, the wind's too high. They all jump out the plane, and the visuals of everyone jumping out the plane, and then just seeing Vanisher <laughs> just wearing. <laughs> <laughs> wearing this bag they all have like one shots where like the camera pans around them skydiving and just oh it's just in hysterics when you just see the uh, back back that is hilarious yeah. <laughs> um so as i referenced at the start of the, uh, the podcast what actually happened to our team is pretty much what happened here they all sort of descend 
uh, Deadpool makes it down sort of fine. He does smash himself into a sign or whatever. <laughs> but um, Brad Pitt gets electrocuted. Yeah. That's where you actually see it's Brad Pitt. That's where you see it's Brad Pitt. Uh, for a very split second. Bedlam goes straight into a bus and gets absolutely uh, obliterated. Yeah. Um, Zeitgeist... Uh, he ends up in like the wood chipper. He wood ends chipper. up in a wood chipper. Peter, bless him, he makes it down and he's like trying to help trying to help Zeitgeist out. And Zeitgeist's power is uh, acid breath. <laughs> and just fucking spews acid breath and cuts Peter in half. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God. Um, but Domino makes it because as Domino I said, it, yeah. she's lucky. She she's in a she's a good good girl she is. And um basically it's her and Deadpool. Um but to be fair, they're the best two. Yeah. So I, that whole scene was just brilliant because there was a lot of chatter before the film was released that um it'd be great to see some of these characters uh from the X Force comics and mm. see them sort of like realised and sort of have some cool scenes together. Um and for them to just be brutally murdered uh, in that scene I was not expecting that at all Yeah, uh, and it was genius a genius move uh, from the writing staff uh, and made for probably I think the funniest part of the film maybe apart from the end credit scene which is actually genius Yeah. Um, but yeah that was brilliant um, they basically interrupt the convoy Deadpool and Domino uh, Cable is there as well they have another fight and Russell uh, unbeknownst to himself uh, enlists the help of another cameo in this film John yeah Juggernaut. Yeah. Bloody Juggernaut. The last time we saw Juggernaut Vinnie was Jones. Vinny Jones, <laughs> X-Men, Last, last Stand. Stand. Dog shit film. So bad. So bad. I'm uh, Juggernaut, bitch. Yeah, yeah that was <laughs> oh, awful. I mean, Disgusting. this interpretation of Juggernaut was more like Juggernaut just in yeah, terms correct. of size yes. yeah. and actual power and brutality of him. Um, but yeah, it was great to see him. I was not expecting that. Even mm. though we were sort of like teased about this guy who was in lockup and, you know, all that sort of stuff. I was like, who's in there? I was yeah. thinking all the time, like, who is in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for it to be Juggernaut, I was like, yes, that makes perfect sense. Mm. Um, and that also is how Russell sort of turns to the dark side of uh, <laughs> mutantdom. Um, because Juggernaut, you know, urges him to go and kill his old headmaster who was molesting him, you know, that's awful and all that sort of stuff. But, yeah. you know. A bit dark for a film like this, bit, to be honest. Pretty dark, yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think about Juggernaut, John? Yeah, I mean, he looked good, didn't he? Um, I think uh, I did not see that coming, I've no. got to say. like um, Maybe you just buy into the fact that they just can't get money to have any like cool characters yeah i guess i was just expecting like this huge giant man and i just be like okay huge giant man huge giant man um dc or, or marvel <laughs> yeah, um so yeah i mean I, I was massively impressed with that i thought he looked okay um face was a bit weird but yeah yeah i mean look he was uh he was fucking smashing everyone up which is awesome I like the little reference to the fact that the reason he wears the helmet is to stop his mind being read or That's controlled. Very, very good. Which is great because th- that, that is, sense. yeah, absolutely. I was I was surprised at that they would kind of get that lore in, into the movie because mm. they could have just gone, yeah, big giant man and then that's it. Yeah. Um, so I love that. I've got to say I love that. Yeah. And uh, the, the fact that uh, Cable in this instance is defeated essentially and he goes to Deadpool for help and says... Look, in the future, my family is killed by this guy. Countless other families are killed by this guy. I need to kill him now. Yeah. It's a very interesting situation. And we get the idea that, that, that Cable becomes part of the X-Force. Yeah. 
which is awesome. Uh, but we also have the hilarious scene where, obviously, when Deadpool loses appendages, limbs, um, <laughs> they grow back, they grow at, back a, yeah. at a very sort of a very unnatural way. But they, they actually grow back from like baby legs to real legs. <laughs> And you've got this scene there where he's sitting there with his little balls and his little baby legs. It was hilarious, man. That was fantastic. He yeah. did the whole basic instinct basic thing. Instinct. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. yeah, It was just genius. Yeah. Um, so we've got Cable, Domino, Deadpool, Colossus, Teenage Negasonic Warhead, and Yukio, who we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, Yukio was great. Yeah, yeah, she's great. I just love the way that Ryan is like, hi, Yukio. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. Very Hi, funny. Hi, Wade. Hi, Wade. Very, very good. They go and try and stop Russell from committing this one murder that will send him into this spiral of villainy and tyranny. And basically... Villainy and tyranny. Yeah, there you go. Rhyming. Mm. Um, and, you know, Deadpool says, give me 30 seconds. I can talk to him. I can talk him down and change him from killing this person, which will essentially save his soul. Yeah. Um, now, the interesting part about this is the fact that Deadpool wears the collar that we referenced earlier uh, that nullifies all powers and he gets shot mm. he gets shot now I knew he wasn't going to die John yeah no I'm the same um, now did you feel it was a very interesting it was a very interesting end scene because on one hand you've got Deadpool kind of wanting to die and you've got Cable someone who doesn't really care about Deadpool then using his last time charge to go back to put the the coin or whatever it is over the bullet wound so that he doesn't die. Yep. I found it a bit interesting, decision-wise, the way they went there. What did you think about it? Well, yeah, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It makes zero sense. Thank it's, you. It's not, not just me thinking this. Sense. It's not just me so, thinking this. <clears throat> there are a few things that um, this scene doesn't do well. Okay. Um, it is strung out beyond belief. Um, for comic effects yeah, but I think it, but it yeah. I just didn't find it funny I was kind of like come on yeah. come on now yeah. you know it's like you can string a joke out for too long mm. where it goes from yeah yeah that's that's mildly amusing to right this is just shit now come on mm. um, then obviously you get the bit where uh, Wade obviously sees his girlfriend and he crosses yeah. over and blah 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 nice scene yeah and again so as I said earlier that I, I think that scene mm. works yes um, and even when it's like well look you've got to go back they still need you blah 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 I came out of the cinema and one of the first things I said was why would he have done that why would Cable have used his ability to go back in the past yeah do the whole thing again in the exact same way yeah and then um, missed the shot on purpose. Yeah. Like, I mean, surely you just start the thing by going, all right, let's do this in a slightly different way. Yeah, yeah. Rather than do it exactly the same way. Yeah. Yeah, baffling. Yeah, I, did, I didn't really buy it. Um, if if they'd have, if there'd have been little kind of references to the fact that the future is so shit. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, he doesn't know, want to go back After there. a while, he's like, he wants there's time. more that I can do here. here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just one throwaway line at the end where yes. it's like, uh, I think I can help you guys whilst I'm here or some shit. And that's why I think we needed to see more of the future mm. to sort of understand that. Yeah. Because um, it makes that makes sense. Yeah. If he's like, look, I figured I'll use a charge to save you as a team, as a new X Force team, we can do good. Yeah. And we can hopefully stop some of the shit that's going to happen in the future. Mm. 
that's a good message. I like that. Yeah. Um, because he references several times. Cable says like how we, this generation, fuck the planet up. Yeah. You know that's you know interesting. And how's that work when they go back to, you know the the school for talented youngsters? Yeah. How's it going to work when he goes back and Cyclops is there? Because Cyclops is his dad. Very good point. Um, so it's going to be weird. You know what, John? I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. And I want to see that scene. And interestingly, this leads on to where we think Deadpool is going to go uh, in the future. So we know pretty much verbatim that an X-Force film is in the works. Is that right? Yeah. No Deadpool 3. Good. The next film is X-Force. Okay. Um the creators of Deadpool have even joked saying we're just going to skip Deadpool 3 and go to straight Deadpool 4 <laughs> like, <laughs> right, okay. that's something that only they could kind of get away with to be yeah. honest with you um, so what do you think about that as an X-Force film so the current standing of the X-Force <clears throat> at the end of this film is very open because <clears throat> the end credit scene that happens is basically Deadpool getting the time charging device fixed going back in time and completely undoing yeah saves the whole team saves the whole team saves, saves his girlfriend saves his girlfriend so they can have a family yeah um and so now the x-force team could contain shatterstar bedlam uh zeitgeist vanisher zeitgeist, zeitgeist vanisher <laughs> domino colossus negasonic teenage warhead uh yukio um also, his Cable, Cable, well. maybe his girlfriend, yeah. and even Davinda, you know, the taxi driver. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. he wants to get involved. He's hilarious. Yeah. I have to say, he's a great, uh, great character in the film. Mm. I know we didn't give him much screen time or listening time here. Lots of references to him being a, a villain as well. Yeah. Quite funny. It's something interesting could happen there. Yeah. And they could really play on that. But what do you think, John? An X Force film? Are you up for that? Yeah, look, um, uh, I think. Uh, did I think the first film was going to be good? I I had more faith in that than I did this, um, so I expected this to be a bit of a bit of a shit film, to be honest. Mm. Um, but like watchable, yeah. Um, but look, so far two decent movies or two very good movies. Two very good movies. Um, why not? Why not a third one where they kind of expand it out a little bit? Yeah, um, they've shown that they can do it. Um, they end arguably the end of this film is is where it peaks. Yeah. Because that end credit um, scene or collection of scenes, that to me is is the best end credit sequence I've seen in any in any film. Uh, yeah, and so just to riff on that, what basically happens, as we said, is Deadpool goes back and not only saves everyone, but also, let's say, corrects the terrible superhero timeline that has affected his <laughs> yeah. life personally. Yeah. Um, so he goes back to arguably the worst superhero film I could think of. X-Men Origins. X-Men Origins Wolverine. That is awful. Terrible. Where he also plays Deadpool. He brutally murders him. And then he goes back the best, the best laugh of the whole film. And it's not bad that it's in an end credit scene because it just was so unexpected. Yeah. Is where you've got Ryan Reynolds reading a script for Green Lantern and he says, welcome to the big leagues. um." (laughs) (laughs) Bullet in the back of the head. Yeah. Oh, just delicious. (laughs) Delicious. Um, and you're right just that end credit sequence is the best end credit sequence I've ever seen yeah oh it's great um, and it, you know what it's so Deadpool that he could go back and just rewrite his own history yeah yeah that is that is excellent writing and I want more stuff like that mm. you know let's poke fun at more superhero films because yeah. some of them are absolute garbage uh, whereas this knows 
that at times it's garbage, but it's hilarious garbage. Yeah. It knows what it is and it's so aware, it's so self-aware, it's great. Um, what do you um what do you make of some of the like uh, the negative reviews about kind of how self-aware this movie is? Okay. Um I haven't read too many negative ones mainly because I was in a positive mood. I don't like reading negative reviews, but right, I'm sure well, you I'll, can give I'll, me one or two. Well, look, I'll I mean this this is quite an interesting kind of uh paragraph or summary from uh David Edelstein, New mm. York Magazine. Oh yeah. Culture. Uh, we've reached superhero saturation point, and Deadpool 2 is less a satire of that condition than a symptom of it. It has zero suspense. It's too hip, too meta for suspense. Yes. I don't think the film's trying to be suspenseful. Okay, but I, is I, that a problem? Well, like I said to you, I didn't care for the emotional through line of the film. Okay, so then it is a problem then, because... But I still enjoyed the film. Mm. I think if they did away with that and just focused on more silly adventures... And at the end of the day, this film is actually quite a small story. It's about saving one kid's soul. You know, look at superhero films these days. They're massive. They're, they're talking about saving the world, all this sort of bollocks, and it's, sometimes it's too much. This is a very small-scale superhero film. And yes... I don't think it needed all the emotion. I don't think it needed the girlfriend dying. I don't think it needed that mm. to still have this kid interaction with Deadpool. I think that still could have worked. Yeah. Um, Suspense-wise, I'm not going to see Deadpool to, you, you know, I'm not going to see Deadpool to be upset or emotionally taken through a roller coaster. I'm going no, to see no, Deadpool to have an amazing time. You know, I'm yeah. going to eat my popcorn with my M&Ms in them because that's what I do these days. Mm. And then I have a great time, come out and talk to you about it. We have a laugh about all the jokes it's, in it. Yeah, it's a hangover movie. Like It's, it's a definite hangover you, movie. You go there and it's, uh, and I mean hangover as in the hangover series. Oh. Um, rather than just, you know, not be able to control your fucking urges and be so off your face oh, God. that you then go to the cinema. Mm. You know, we're not encouraging that at mm. all. No, I don't condone that behaviour. Um, yeah. But yeah, look, I, I think um, I, uh, I like... I like the the route that they've gone down. I think it's they've kind of made that their own, and I wouldn't be mm. surprised to see kind of more movies try that. Mm. Um, uh, and and they've done it well. Like it could have gone the the kick ass route. Yes. Of like oh my absolute God. hit first movie, awful second movie, terrible terrible. Literally movie. one of the worst sequels I've ever seen. Yeah, and like too serious at parts. Like yes. Jesus Christ, like. All right, we're not going to spoil Kick-Ass 2 for anyone that's uh, not you, seen it. If you haven't seen it, don't bother. Yeah, but there are some bits where it's like, come on, man, Jesus. It's supposed to be a comedy, is it not? Mm. So, yeah. But look, I think um, I think we've we've covered it there. I think we've covered it, mate. Uh, you know, we loved it. Uh, if you haven't seen it and you've listened to this, sorry for spoiling it all, but uh, go see it. Um, you if know, you've waited until now to go, hold on, I've not seen this. What are you doing? Yeah, good point. But um, maybe just like the sound of our voices, John. Oh, I wouldn't have thought so. No, probably not. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Deadpool 2, out in cinemas now. Go see it again. I might, because uh, might see it in a less hungover mood, which yeah, would be quite true. nice. I'm not going to go and see it again. Yeah, I know. You're not really a two-time cinema guy. Well, I saw Infinity War yeah, twice that's... and Black Panther twice. Oh, there you go, Will. So, you know. It's rare for you. Yeah. Um, but thanks for listening. As I said earlier, we want to say thank you to Zimbio for putting us in their top 20 sci-fi and fantasy Cheers, podcasts. Uh, thanks very much. What were you thinking of having us ahead of Neil deGrasse Tyson? That, that is mental. That is mental. Uh, but we're not going to question them. All right, I'm just saying. We're going to embrace it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you've liked this, please subscribe, share. We're on iTunes, Spotify, 
any other podcast app. Um, there's a subscribe button on our website, or you can go to our RSS feed, or just search Fan Critical on any podcast app. It's that easy. And then the episodes just get downloaded straight to your phone or your mobile device. If you don't want to listen to them, you don't have to. But if you do, good on you, because mm. uh, we like talking to you guys so uh, <laughs> uh thanks very much um hopefully in the future we'll be joined by the rest of our cast we actually have another three members who couldn't be with us today we're the two best ones though we are so yeah, we are the best yeah so you got the best insight possible today <laughs> um but yeah thanks john i want to say thanks mate cheers buddy thanks uh, uh thanks and uh see you guys later bye see ya